What's going on, guys? Welcome to the New Rich Podcast. I'm your host. I go by the name of R.S. Plaza. I'm super excited, man. Thank you for always tuning in. Let me get the, the, the homework out the way. If you haven't subscribed to the podcast, go ahead and subscribe now. Give us a five-star review as well because you know you're going to like what you listen to, <laughs> hopefully. Anyways, I'm super excited, man. I have my cousin on the podcast with me. I always talk about JB, but not that cousin today. Today, I have my cousin Jonathan Dominguez. What's going on? JD, you already know what's up, what's up. Right, we got the label you, so JD and JB. Um, But this is my cousin, man. We grew up together. It's funny because... Even when I moved away from certain parts of, of town, I would always want to go to your part of town and hang out and, and be up to no good together and just, you know, exploring. <laughs> some trouble. Huh? Yeah. Uh, shout out to Titi Carmen. Um, she would always make sure you rest in peace. Go, always go yes, over there definitely, and, definitely. and she would be at bingo. And we, we just we just causing havoc. We outside. Yeah, we outside. We, <laughs> we, we, we were the definition of outside. But Jonathan, why, why I wanted to um, have you on today was because, you know, you at one point, unfortunately, kind of took a wrong turn in life, right? And, and we'll, we'll kind of talk about that. But as you took this wrong turn, you bounced back from it in, 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 in such a way and your story isn't over. And I feel like you're on, you know, it's just, it's just a, a, a big bounce back happening. But what I admire most, and I tell you all the time, like, for your position, you shouldn't. And I like, bro, cause I hate to say this to you, but damn, you should be back in jail right now. Like, you know, because just that, that's that statistic. The normal yeah. person that goes through what you went through, you know, you went 10 years away, right? 10 years, yeah. 10 years in prison for what? You for know, premeditated attempted murder. Right. And it was something that you necessarily didn't do, you know, but you were trying to stick to the G code, right? Yeah, follow the streets. It's follow the streets and you didn't tell, right? Couldn't. You, just, <laughs> you just didn't tell. And, and, and that's what you felt was was right. And, and, you know, I don't disagree with you. And um, you did your time. Right. So you understood. And that's the beauty about it, too, is like you understood that you went out and did something or maybe if you didn't do it, but you were around these circles, it's like you knew what came with it. Definitely, right. Definitely. So, so when when it was your time to sit back and sit down, you 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 handled yours, right? Like a man, <laughs> like a man, as you should, right? But what I think is so beautiful about you, bro. For for all right, so let's just dive into that, right? Let's dive into what did you learn sitting there for ten years, man? And like, I know you've been out for a few years now, but like, if you could just take yourself to this state of like. What was going through your mind at this time? What do you feel you were learning about yourself? Well, unfortunately, I was only 18 years old. Just turned 18 years old when I went in. Um, what I feel, though, what I learned from that situation yeah. is everything. I was a kid. I was naive to everything. Like I thought I had it all figured out out here on the streets. But right. as you can see what happened... Mm -hmm. I ain't have nothing figured out. You know what I'm saying? So, so, so let's so let's talk about that. What did you, you know, looking back now, like, would you have moved different? Would you have done certain things different? What do you mean looking like, back now, like, like before I went in? Yeah, before if I you knew went what in. I know now. Yeah. Oh, of course, definitely. It was like right. I'd probably been already in the charts already if I knew if I've done my homework back then that I've done now. You know what I'm saying? Right. Become it, the person it, I am it, now. And I want to dive into like you now. But like, you know, what would you tell? I, I want to kind of just stick on this because I'm always like, what could you learn? And, and I feel like somebody could listen to this and learn. So like, what would you tell 
you know, your younger you or that younger kid that is in the streets right now and like and like trying to stick to this G code and like, you know, because I, re- I remember kind of like even me, like I-, I started to grow up and like this is what you just kind of fall in love with because you see people and you see the people making money or whatever it may be and you kind of just gravitate towards it. What would you say like that younger you or that younger kid like right now trying to be in the streets and trying to maybe sense find a sense of community yeah. within the streets? What would you tell them now? Well, honestly, it's not really by choice for most of us. Our actions and what we fall in love with is more of our environment and where we were brought up at or where we was born at. Um, what I would tell someone in that position or that has that opportunity to either make their, their own decisions because we all have this, uh, choices in life. Um, the streets don't love nobody. Mm, that's good. Saying? That's good. Like, at all. And you're only going to end up two places either in jail for a long ass time or six feet under you know what i mean so it's really that and and that's good and that's self-explanatory it's funny if i could have asked you for an answer that's where i wanted to take it Mm -hmm. right because when you were in that cell the people on the streets were they were they still hitting you up were they still Mm -hmm. calling you like that absolutely not i mean i had maybe a good handful of i would say friends you know what I'm saying? That really kept in contact with me and really showed love. And whenever I did reach out, I really didn't really have too much because, again, I was in there doing dirt. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I felt like I didn't really need nobody out here and they had their own life and stuff going on out here. I need to focus on myself and take care of myself. But like I said, nobody really gave me no hands out and just reached out to me and you know what I mean? So that's how I will open my eyes. Like, yeah, the streets don't love nobody. Like, once you're gone, you're gone. You know what I mean? Out of sight, out of mind. That's good. You know what I mean? But you do have that hand few that understands your pain and really have love, gentleman love for you and stuff like that. You know what I mean? So there's, there's a few people that stick around with you and ride it out with you. What you would you mean? do with your time, man? Like, you know... Or, 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 you mean like or, or, behind bars? When y- I was like, oh. Yeah, and, and and let's actually start. Like I know, like you had to sit in the box a few times, right? Yeah, and that's yeah. like solitary confinement. Yeah, right. Definitely, definitely. And and it, like, could you? You know, and this is hard, but could you take yourself to to being in solitary confinement? And what were your thoughts then? And how did you keep? You know, what was your? I guess what I'm getting at is like, what was your mindset to get through that? Well, really, it was more of just whatever I could do with myself. You know what I'm saying? So I was mostly in the room by myself 24-7. You know what I mean? I came out for a shower once every other day. You know what I'm saying? I really use Monday, Wednesday, and uh, Friday. We take showers. And um, really, I just play cards on, by myself, solitary. Uh, I made a chessboard. You know what I'm saying? So other inmates in there have chessboards, and we'll write on write mark them, number, number them down, and we'll have the same boards. And this is how we'll play. We'll yell out numbers. You know what I'm saying? So I'll be in my bunk with chessboard set up white and black and my neighbor will have the same thing and he'll be a different color and he'll be screaming out numbers where to move his piece and I'll be screaming out numbers where to move my pieces. I and that's know. how we play chess and stuff like that. Um, we read books. Um, we sign language. I learned a lot of sign language because we wasn't allowed to yell back and forth under the doors or in the cracks or whatever. So I learned sign language. We'd be on the doors talking back and forth for hours just talking about the streets and stuff that went on on the streets and um, mail that we got or mail that we waiting on like people don't understand how meaningful getting a letter from someone out here on the streets is like that like made 
all the difference in the world out there. So we read them letters, you could say over a hundred times. You know, so we kept them, we store them. You know, what I'm saying we go back and read them more and more. Like as it gets time, when you open it up, now all the words is smeared and stuff. You don't held them things so long. You know what I mean? That's crazy. You can barely even read them no more. You know what I mean? But it's the small things we value now uh, in there than we didn't out here. You know what I mean? What was your mindset to like, you know, 10 years? Like, you know, you're like, like okay, year one, year two, like, I still got five more years in this. Like, what mindset or did you just kind of like adapt to this world or what mindset did you like to keep hope? I just stayed busy. Really, I went into school. Like, I dropped out of eighth grade. You know what I'm saying? So <clears throat> I took st- straight to the streets full time. You know what I mean? So and t- up to the point where I got locked up, I really didn't have no education or nothing. So when I was in there, I was just learning, learning. I was taking on courses. I had to go through an anger management class because I had a real bad temper. Um, I went through a personal finance class to help me basically finance money and stuff like that. Um, I went through so many different classes and got so many different certificates under my belt. And then I ended up, the last thing was getting my GED. Asked my high school diploma in there, and um, so <clears throat> I didn't just. And I was in uh, automotive too, as, as well. You know what I'm saying? So I didn't just go in there and just lay down and gang bang the whole time and all that other crazy stuff. I actually put my mind to play, and I really feel like a lot of people mess up by not doing that when they go in there, and then they'll let the walls start talking to them and hearing voices and losing their selves and stuff like that. So they just got to stay busy, really, when you're in there. That's good, man. That's good. Because one thing about you, man, that I really admire is just how you move when you came out. Right. Like you could have you could have made excuses. You could have did a lot of things, man. But you just came out with like this hustlers mentality, man. (laughs) Like like and you just doing it right, man. Like I remember one time I. I seen you smoking and I'm like, God, I freaked out on you. I'm like, yo, what you doing? You smoking? You're going to end up back in the thing. Like, I'm thinking like, I'm not even giving you the benefit of the doubt. And you're like, no, because like I got my card. Yeah, it's for it's for PTSD because I was in there. Like, I got this. Like, Everything I'm legal. Is authentic. Yeah, Everything like, is legit. So I'm saying, OK, OK. <laughs> and, then, and then you came out and, and you started to do the bounce slides and you started to do businesses and you could have easily went back to doing some of the streets. But you did what you were doing. Prior, because I remember two weeks or so before you went in, I pulled up on you. I don't know if you remember this day. It was the last time. Back then in the white truck or something it, like that. Yep, yeah, I had the white truck. truck, I remember. And I come in, I started to do something alone. And Joanna, I remember Joanna was like, I'll help you. And I'm like, no, where's Jonathan at? I go, and he's like, he's outside with the dudes. And I'm like, I'll go get him. She's like, you know where you're at? I'm like, man, I'll go get him. Yeah. And I turned the corner and I remember everybody grilling me like, Yo, you, who, who you at? Who you? Where you at? Because I'm asking for you. And they're like, who that? And when you see me, you told everybody, yo, calm down. That's my cousin. That's my cousin. <laughs> and, and we hung out and you took me in your room and you're doing a lot of illegal stuff at that time. But you were hustling. You pulled out the safe. You showed me what, what you were doing. And I feel like you came out and you came back with this hustler spirit, but just in the right way. Yeah. Mowing lawns, um, doing the bounce houses, doing whatever you could. Now you're moving stuff like you lost your job. Okay, you're moving, you're doing different things. Like you bounce back with a hustler spirit. And then that to me is where like I'm amazed by. Because again, you have excuses, you could do things. So where does that come from? Like, how did you like decide to come out and say, I could go left? But let me try to go right. No, honestly, <clears throat> I'm going to put it to you this way. Because oh, when I came home, I really didn't 
know what, what direction to go in. You know what I'm saying? I was really just going with the flow. Thankfully, the Lord put his hands over me and helped me with a homeboy that I've grown up with. And he reached out for me and asked me, yo, like, yo, you looking for a job? So I tell him, like, yeah, I'm looking for a job. Not only that, you did too. You pulled up on me, you showed me, introduced me to that tax dude. Oh, yeah, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, you were going to yeah. get me that job. But yeah. I ended up letting you know, like, if I couldn't, if I can't get this job right here, this is the one I want, I'm definitely going to fall on. Yeah, that's um, right. I did pull up trainer. on you. I did, I did, I did, I did you well, know. Uh, long story short, I, uh, I ended up getting a job with him, which was uh, Titan Fire Systems. And um, we installed fire sprinklers all throughout like schools, hospitals, uh, condos, uh, assistant livings, and stuff like that, daycares and stuff. Um, so with me getting that job, I felt like, okay, I'm, I'm okay right now staying with my grandma. I had just came home. I still didn't feel like this is what I wanted to do. This is my first job I ever had in my life. Remember when I told you, I'm, I left the streets at 18 years old. I was knee deep in the streets, you know what I mean? So me having this job, I feel like it's not what I really want to do. You know what I'm saying? I wasn't really serious about it. So like I said, I went and grabbed some illegal stuff, you know what I mean? And I got on the block with it, you know what I'm saying? It didn't last three days, cuz three days, and I got that feeling like, yo, what are you doing? Are you serious right so now? So you jumped out, so you did start on that path. Yeah. You did start, okay. So you know what I'm saying? See, yeah, okay. So I was like, you serious right now? So, so um, something just clicked at a moment, like. Out of nowhere, and I was like, you know what? I called on my man, so I was like, yo, come grab this, my nigga. Just give me whatever's there, you know what I'm saying? Just like, I'm done with that. He's like, for real, you? I didn't, when I got jammed up, I ain't get jammed up for hustling. You know what I'm saying? I got jammed up for another nigga, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Trying to offer a man's. So he's like, for real, my nigga, you, you done? Like I'm like, man, I can't do this, man. I don't know who's who no more. Everybody's telling like everybody, you know what I'm saying? Like I'm out here just after a decade. It's not like after yeah. two, three years or, you know what I'm saying? After a whole 10 years, I'm out here again with the bullshit. Like what am I, what am I doing? Yeah. So uh, I got that back with up and I just sat there. I worked for that job for like another two weeks. And I was like, you know what, man? I'm replaceable in this job too. You know what I'm saying? At any given day, they could tell me they don't need me no more. They don't want me no more. I have to do something other than this. I want my own business. I want to work for myself. When I get up at 4.30 in the morning, I want to wake up for me. Not because to help somebody else build their empire. I don't mind. You know what I'm saying? But I'm, I want to build mine too. So <clears throat> I started Googling side hustles and little gimmicks and little gigs and stuff like that. And bounce houses came across my mind. Uh, uh, weekend warriors as far as like doing uh, the lawn service, started making clothing and masks. This pandemic came out. When this pandemic came out, I seen millions. I seen it, I was like, whoa. You know what I'm saying? It's about to get real drastic for some people. It's gonna get real good for some people. Yep. And um, I was trying to be one of those people that where it gets real good for, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, so facts. I was like, where can I fit in in this situation, right? Is this, opportunities open up everywhere. When the, this pandemic came about, so long story short, what I did, I went and got a bunch of masks and jumped on the mask pandemic uh, episode and went to selling masks and <clears throat> went from there to other clothing and stuff like that or whatever. But um, I feel like the same energy I put into the dope game as far as staying up all night and out here on the block two, three, four in the morning, late night, driving around chasing these fiends. I could do it the same way, legitly. That's good. Talk about it. You know what I'm saying? I stay up two, three in the morning making tumbler cups, which are $30 a pop. 
same thing as driving down the street at fucking two, three in the morning to go serve a junkie for a 30. You know what I mean? I'm just turned everything I used to, I learned in the dope game or in the drug game or in the illegal game. I just did it. I'm doing it now or trying to do it now legit. No, you're the doing it now. You ain't energy. trying. You know what I'm saying? So I stay up late night still after going to work to nine to five from, oh, I wake up at 4.30 in the morning. I, I've got to be on top of a ladder by seven. You know what I'm saying? I'm working maybe an hour, even two hours away from the job site or, you know what I mean? Or from my home. So I have to get up a little extra earlier to get there on time and be on Atlanta by seven. I get off at three thirty. Right at, after three thirty, I used to get off and I'll go hit a couple yards. You know what I'm saying? Even if it's two, three of them. You know what I'm saying? After I get done with that, I'm not, I only stop because I I lose sunlight. I can't see no more. You know what I mean? It gets dark early now. I go in the house. Now I have to find a hustle inside the house. You know what I'm saying? I'm still up. I'm still. You know what I mean? So that's when I started making clothing, making cups, making signs, making design, design or whatever. You know what I mean? And um. It's just been working out, you know what I mean? And I leave all the bull stuff alone. Like when I say I had so many different opportunities to go buy a bunch of this or go buy a bunch of that, or go do a bunch of this and make some fast money and fast cash and I turned it down. Why do you think, like, why is it like, you know, because it's easy to get lost in the sauce, right? Definitely. Like, like it's easy to get lost in the sauce. Definitely. You have a hard month, you have a, you know, this, that, you're like, dang, let me go figure it out, right? Like, yeah, definitely. you know, it's even me and people, you know, paint this picture of me and like, oh, bro, I go through tough months. I go through financial mm-hmm. tightness. You know what I'm saying? So like, you know, it's easy to be like, ah, let me just go do that. What keeps you just grounded? Like, I'm going to stick this through. Knowing where I can end up back. Mm, that's good. That's good. You know what I mean? If that's I good. get off track right now, I know where I can end up back. I know what they want to do to me. Once you're in the system, it's hard to get out of it. Yeah. And you that's what why I, mean? I see. Like, you pull up on me, man, and, like, we'll do certain things. And sometimes I just be looking at you like, cuz. Like, bro, I'm so, I, like, I'm so proud of you. And, like, and I always tell you, man, I hate to say this, but, like, you shouldn't even be here. Like, statistically, you should be jammed back up because a lot of people, unfortunately, there's not accessible programs for felons to come out and jump back from. There's not a lot of things to come back and jump back from. And, bro, like, you've come back. You haven't asked for handouts. You haven't, like, you know, you, you just went, okay, I, I got something to do. And I, I love that because that's how I am, like. I could make excuses. Nobody gave me the handout. Nobody gave me the blueprint, mm-hmm. right? Like I've worked for every single thing you see around me. You definitely, like, did. <laughs> like you, you know, we came from sharing the same beds, like being in around, like mm-hmm. you, like you seen. We were right in the same ne- ne- yeah. neck of the woods, right? <laughs> used to be Casper. We used to be rapping. Huh? Yeah, you know what I'm saying. <laughs> But but to see you, bro, and to see how you just hustling and going about and doing things and keeping on the right track. It's just like, you know, I called you the other day, like, whatever I could help, like, and it bothers me sometimes that, you know, you were always somebody that when, like, I had a goal, like, yo, when you come out, I wanted to be in a certain position to be like, yo, come on, like, like, let's do this. You know what I'm saying? Like, you ain't even got to wait. I got this, this set up for you. Like, that was always a motivation of mine. And when you came out, I wasn't at that level. And and sometimes it seems that I'm at a level, but I'm still on the come up. So I even called you the other day and was like, cuz, like, I'm thinking of you, man. Like, like, trust me, like, when there's an opportunity or something, I got you because I want us to build something together. I want us to be around. And not that I feel like I owe it to you. But I, I feel like it's just why not? Because because you owe it, like you earned it, right? Like it's just like, bro, like you're really staying down. You're really on the grind. You're locked in. So 
Bro, I just I just want to go on the record saying, you know, I'm proud of you. I thank think you, that thank you. you're doing amazing things, man. I, I I feel like your story is not even like this is just scratching the surface yeah, <laughs> of where we're going to go and where you're going to take your story and what you've been through. But we all got to start somewhere. Right. And yeah. I feel like we're going to help each other map it out and get it tight. And you, you have a book inside of you. You have so much inside of you. And I don't say that, you know, loosely. Yeah. You know, I, I, I truly mean this. Um, so with that said, bro, like like how are you feeling now, man? Like, you know, like like in a sense of like. You know, you've been through a lot of trauma, right? And, and as minorities, you know, blacks, Hispanics, you know, we don't talk about our feelings, right? We don't talk about, like, have you even went to see a psychiatrist from being home? Like, you know, yeah. I know this is deep and shit, yeah. but like, but like, it, it's this is this is so everybody can learn, right? Like, how are you mentally now? What from the, like, are you still scarred and scarred from the past? Have you talked to somebody? Like, how has it been your healing process? Because sitting down for 10 years, I guess that's my question. Like, <laughs> sitting down for 10 years for something you didn't do and this and that. Like, there's a lot of anger, the shit you miss and things that you didn't be around. Like, how are you healing right now? Um, like I said earlier, um, I took anger management classes. So that helped me a lot with controlling myself. And um, me being the person I am today, I'm way more humble than I ever was. And um, I thank God for that and helping me become that person. Um, how I feel today, um, I still feel what I would say stagnated in the same spot because I ain't where I want to be. And that's me being me, you know what I'm saying? Pushing myself to be a better person, you know what I mean? So, uh I feel like I'm just in the same spot. You know what I'm saying? I ain't go nowhere yet. You know what I'm saying? But I'm definitely working towards where I want to be. You know what I mean? Um, But, like, you know, how, how have you took time to heal, though? Like, or have you? Have you really digested it? Or... Because sometimes, you know, I feel like we just step into shit and we just start running, right? You know, I feel like you came home, you just started running mm -hmm. your life. Like, how, how long you been home now? Uh, February make three years. You know, three. It feels like just yesterday. I remember yeah. <laughs> you, you home. I'm coming down to see you. You know, we make a few moves. Like we'll go out to eat. Yeah, go out to eat. Chill. Like, where's your like? Have you healed from that? Uh, yeah, is this like, like I said, if I wouldn't say it affected me. You know what I'm saying? Because like I said, I look at it as a blessing and a curse at the same time. You know what I'm saying? It's not. Don't get me wrong. I've seen a lot of crazy stuff went in there. I, been around a lot of crazy stuff. I was involved in a lot of crazy stuff, but it it never really affected me mentally. You know what I'm saying? To where I break down from it or have nightmares from it or any of that. You know what I mean? So the healing process was really never too much to to do or too hard to do per se. It was just getting used to being out here and being free and having bills and stuff to pay now and stuff. That's what's, you know what I'm saying? That's, the hard problem for me. You know, yeah. That's what the stress come from. Like all these bills come in, rolling in. Like every time I look at my phone, another bill. You know what I mean? That's good. That's, that's good. the stress part that's of my life. You know what I mean? So like how it has been, you know, that that's good. You talked about like bills and stuff. Like how have you learned that process? Like bro, 10 years when you were there, you're 18, a kid, you know, you come out, you're a full blown adult. Like how have you managed to bounce back in the real world, right? And I guess that's what I get excited for, like yeah. <laughs> seeing you do it, but how have you feel like you've coped and managed to do it? Um, I'm still learning 
things every day. Every day I mess up every day. I mess up my money every day. You know what I'm saying? So I'm still learning it. But so far I got it. I just know got to pay bills at, on the wrong time. <laughs> right, <laughs> that's right. that's what I, all I know right now, I'll be honest with you. Nah, that's and good. You got to pay them bills on time. Right, you're doing you the know, right thing. They're not going to pay themselves. I know it, that. Exactly. <laughs> Go out there and make that money. Got to. Um, bring it mm-hmm. back. Bro, it's so cool. Again, man, I just I just get excited talking to you and, and um, you know, just your bounce back, your process. Also, when I left, I ain't have no kids. Now I got four of them, so I got to do what I got to do. You yeah, know what yeah, I mean? yeah, you came and back. I got, and I got to stay out here for them. Yeah, you, you know didn't waste no time. You got busy. <laughs> yeah, it definitely, it definitely was backed up. <laughs> right. Um, but, man, so, like, you know, you know you're know, out. It's been three years, man. Where where do you go from now? What, what, what you know, what, what's next for you, man? What do you envision? Um, well, as of right now, I'm pushing um, my uh, bounce house company. Okay. Um, I just got that LLC. Um, it's uh, U Jump Inflatables. And uh, basically, I'm just going to try to... Give a shout out because Palm Bay people listen. Give yes, a shout sir, out your yes, business. Sir. Palm Bay, Palm Bay. I already know it's U Jump Inflatables. We out there in Palm Bay located, but we're serving all of Boulevard and the surrounding areas. So I'll be out here out in the Orlando and... Uh, Coco, Rockledge, everywhere. areas of Bavaria. I know where that's at. So you got bounce houses. Also, I'm doing lawn service. That's going to crank back up. It's summertime. You know what I mean? I'm going to try to get uh, my insurance and everything else done by summertime on that. So when grass start growing again or whatever and fully focus on that. And that's called just the basics lawn service. So that's all you get. Yeah, just the basics. The name is just the basics. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? On a basic cut, hit me up. You're going to mow, weedy. Edge and blow. Yeah. That's it. You know what I mean? We're going to get a bottle there and on to the next. I love mm-hmm. that. I love that. Talk about the brand you're developing um, right now. All right. I have a brand that I, um, I'm waiting to get trademarked. And um, it's actually called Heavy Hearts. And um, it's a heart with an anchor inside of it, which is the logo. Um, I feel as though this brand that I'm going to be putting out there has a lot of meaning to it. Um, each color represents which color meaning the hearts that I have are different colors, meaning a different meaning to them or whatever meaning you will want for them to be, to mean to you. You know what I mean? So for example, um, my red one is, uh, RIP, uh, we in this together one. My, uh, blue one is for like abuse and speak up. My green one is for like unemployment and, uh, other stuff in that, uh, and, and wealth, you know what I'm saying? Uh, my yellow one is for COVID-19 and survivor, you know what I'm saying? Because we all so COVID-19 survivors right now, you know what I'm saying? We're alive during this pandemic. Um, and my pink one is for wellness and, 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 and breast cancer awareness and stuff like that. Like, you have to... Check check it out soon. It, it'll be popping out. I'll get we're more gonna, we're gonna make uh, it, advertisement we're... to you for it. You know what I'm saying? But it's called Heavy Hearts. You know what I'm saying? I'm sure everybody in this world has a heavy heart or felt as though they had a heavy heart or an ankle or rock or anything weighing their heart down at one point in life in the time. You know what I mean? That's good, man. I love that, yeah. my brother. Um, <clears throat> what last bit of advice, man? Like, if you had any advice to... to you know, these kids growing up, whether it's in the streets, without a parent, without, you know, somebody that's been down your path, right? Or somebody that's probably on your path now or or maybe locked up facing 10 years like you did your 10 years. Like, 
you know, what, what would you tell that person, right? Like, or, or what advice would you just have just to give? Um, well, make sure you're talking into that mic. They need to hear this. I will this. tell you really stay focused. You know what I'm saying? Follow your heart. You know what I'm saying? Don't follow the streets. Don't follow your homeboy. Don't follow your girlfriend. Don't follow nobody but yourself. Be a leader. The streets don't love nobody. You know what I'm saying? And I get that, like, be a leader. But if you could deep dive into that, like, what is something that maybe you, you like, didn't like the decision that you made? Like, maybe you just followed the wrong clue. What was that? Because, like, sometimes, like, oh, I don't even know how to lead. Like, you know, so so looking back, like, how could have you just made a different move? As far as me getting jammed? Jammed up or just kind of on your path? I should never drove to that that. Incident, uh, that incident. place. Yeah, okay. so I was a driver, so, you know what I mean? I should never drove over, I should never went over to, to you get that person a ride. It's already 3.30 in the morning, you know what I mean? I could have made a better decision. Wow, I'm already in bed, I'm good. You know what I'm saying? I'll holler at you. So, again, that was me, you know what I'm saying, going to help somebody else. And I had somebody with me that was a little loose cannon, and things got out of hand. So, and that, that tends to be, you know, like my grandfather says, a lot of people say, you know, birds of a feather flock together. Tell me who your friends are. I'll tell you who you are. You're just some of the people, the five people you spend the most time with. Like, you know. And that's very true. Right? Yeah. Like, you know, who you hang around. Is who you become. True. True. Right? <laughs> and, and how does that resonate with you? Um, As of now. I'm a popular loner. Nigga. <laughs> you know what I'm everybody knows me, but I chill by myself now. I stay distance away from everybody because I don't know what that person is involved with. Yeah, you that's good. I mean? it's Nowadays, it's not everybody's true. involved in a whole bunch of crazy. That's why I mean by lead. You know what yeah. I mean? Make your own decisions. I understand this is your homeboy, this is your friend, but he's out there selling a thousand pounds a week. When the police come, you think he's just going to come get you and you're not doing nothing? Or yeah. just get him? No, guilty you, by, if, you're, if you're with him, you're guilty, just guilty. Guilty by you know association. I mean? So that's what I mean by lead. Make your own decisions. Don't let nobody else dictate what you got going on. You know what yeah. I mean? Or what you want to do or what you want to become and I think go it's, in life. It's 100% you know true, mean? man. Like you really got, as weird as say, you're the captain of your own ship. It sounds cliche. It sounds this. But you're in control, bro, of how you make your moves, how you decide to move. So I love that you say that. Any final words, man, before we break it off? Um, not really, man. Just I appreciate you coming up here. And like I said, you got me off guard. You know what I'm saying? Uh, it wasn't planned for none of this, but that was definitely new, Rich. Uh, right. <laughs> now, I think that, man, you know, I always like I always like stirring the pot and having good conversations and looking for things to learn. And it's crazy because as you came into that part, we got a young bull walk into the room and it was cool because he's able to hear this. Right. Yeah, and it yeah. wasn't it wasn't scripted. I didn't mm -hmm. have that question beforehand. But this is what it's about, that somebody like him that has that opportunity that may be in the street or maybe around certain shit, hear it and listen to it and be like, you know what? Damn, I remember that one day I was riding. I heard his cousin say, woo, woo, woo. I'm not going to do, I ain't even going to go out right now. I ain't going to do this. And so we're talking, you're we're in the house and we're talking and I'm like, there's not going to be a better moment than this. Like we yeah, got a little time. Yeah. We got a little this. I, you know, I even like, I mapped it out. I had them Uber just so we could get this done because I, I, I know that this was sometimes you can't wait for the right moment. We could have yeah. planned it and put a date and put it on the calendar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It would have. I mean, we actually did. We did, and it didn't happen. It didn't happen. So I seen that opportunity, and again, 
Not that I feel like I owe it to you. I think that you've earned it to get every alley-oop from me because you're doing the right respect, thing. Respect. You know, you're doing the right thing. And, I, and like, I tell you, like, bro, out of sight, I tell you, I keep it real with you. Man. Out of I'm like, sight, out of mind. Out of sight, out of mind, bro. Move if you're out not, of Orlando. Yeah, I tell you all the time. I tell yeah. you all the time, bro. Move to Orlando when you're in reach. Just like my boy who just walked into the room. I found out he's in reach. Mm-hmm. Okay, you're reachable, dog. Yeah. <laughs> so if you're reachable and I'm not, then okay, that's my fault. I could live with that, right? Yeah. Like, and, 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 and it's just the way we, we live in. Like, bro, like, I'm still focused. I'm still trying to get on that path. So if you're around, we can make like today. Okay, you're around. Okay, boom, I got you a job. We doing this. Yeah, yeah the young boy, <laughs> like, I'm all about that, bro. So you've earned it to, to get everything that I could give you, every alley-oop. Um, Doing, bro. I'm just, I'm just grateful, man. I'm grateful. To stay on this right track. Definitely, definitely. Um, keep a solid heart. I know you got a heavy heart, but just keep a solid heart, definitely like you will. do. Um, and like I tell you all the time, just be you. And I think that's something that you, you, you know, you, you wearing a Bass Pro Shop hat, and you know, like you know, you just doing your thing. I'm on my white boy swag. Yeah, man. you know, you would, you would only wore a Yankee fitted back in the day. Up, you know, if, if it was and it had to be black and red. Yeah, you know, if it wasn't, if it wasn't swooped out, you wasn't with it. So you over here now. With the with the with the brass pro and that's called elevation, my brother. Um, so again, growth. growth and exactly. I think that's what you embody, right? Actually, you just gave me the title of this podcast: "Growing Through Adversity." Boom, <laughs> <laughs> guys. So you just tuned into growing with adversity. Remember, get and subscribe to the podcast. Make sure to give us five stars. And if you rocking with us, like really, really rocking with us, and that actually, if you stood this long and listened all the way through, you're already rocking with us. So give us the five stars. Then go over to beingnewrich.com. It's a little chilly out. Go get yourself a hoodie and then get a bucket hat in the summertime and a long sleeve shirt. Guys, I love you. You know, that's the full package. (laughs) Uh Guys, thank you so much for supporting me. Everything you do. Welcome to the New Rich Podcast. Let's go. New